It's time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Tuesday, March 8, 2016, and we have 16 vessels on today's Columbia River ship schedule. In our marine weather forecast, we have a small craft advisory for rough conditions on the Columbia River bar and elsewhere in the region. But on Wednesday afternoon, we have a storm watch uh, in effect through late Wednesday night, and that means uh, winds up to 72 miles per hour are in the forecast. And today we're going to be talking about a little bit more about the physics of ships and what you're seeing when you see ships heading downriver and out to sea every day on the river. Uh, but first, a look at our Columbia River ship schedule for the day. We have six inbounders, we have three in the Astoria anchorage, and we have seven outbound ships heading downriver. Our first arrival in the river coming in is the BTG Matterhorn. She's a bulk carrier arriving from Japan, headed for Vancouver's Anchorage. Her cargo is wheat. She'll pass Astoria in the wee hours around 1.30 a.m. You might see her at the Port of Vancouver upriver around 7.30 this morning. The Lowlands Kamsar is arriving from China. She's a bulk carrier headed for the Astoria Anchorage. She'll be arriving there around 2.30 a.m. and drop anchor there. She is... um, going to come in light. You'll see her sitting high in the water, lots of red bottom paint showing. That is the sign of of a ship arriving in the river. Most of our bulk carriers arrive light and leave loaded. We'll talk about that in just a minute, what that means for ships that are heading downriver. Next inbound is another bulker called the Spruce Galaxy. She's arriving from Japan, headed to Kalama, probably past Astoria around 9.30 a.m. and arrive in Kalama by about 2.30 this afternoon. The Star Gran is arriving from Los Angeles, headed for Kalama. Her cargo could be big coils of steel on board. She'll pass Astoria around 12.30 p.m. and arrive in Kalama around 5.30, um, just uh, later today, later in the afternoon. The Hyundai, number 106, I bet you can guess what is on board that car ship. She is arriving from Tacoma, headed for Portland. Brand new Hyundais on board. She will uh, pass Astoria around 5.30 p.m. and arrive at the Port of Portland around 11.30 p.m. The Violet Ace is another car carrier arriving from Tacoma, headed for Portland. Her cargo is Hondas, and she will pass Astoria around 8 p.m., arriving at the Port of Portland around 2 a.m. on Wednesday. In the Astoria Anchorage, we have three ships. They are all awaiting orders. The Tiger East, the Andromeda, and the Katerina Three are all awaiting orders there. In Outbounders, we have the Sunrise Sky, leaving Portland, a bulk carrier carrying wheat at around noontime, passing Astoria outbound around 6 p.m., the Belnor is leaving Portland with potash on board. She's departing around 12.30 p.m. and passing Astoria outbound, maybe around 6.30. The Nord Auckland is uh, leaving Kalama, carrying wheat, departing around 6, 12.30 p.m. rather, and maybe passing Astoria around 5.30. Um, the Sainty Velocity, this is a ship that was in the Astoria Anchorage for quite a while there recently. She is now leaving Kalama. Uh, around 12.30 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 5.30 p.m. The Meridian Ace is leaving Vancouver. Subaru's on board there. She's another car carrier, leaving around 3 p.m., maybe passing Astoria outbound by about 9 p.m. The Western Highway, another car carrier. You can tell that by the word highway in her name. She has Hondas on board, heading out of the Port of Portland, leaving around 3.30 p.m. and passing Astoria outbound around 9.30 p.m. And the Tian Fei is leaving Longview with logs on board, leaving around 5 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 8.30 this evening. 
Well, look at our marine weather forecast in the Columbia River Bar area, right at the mouth of the river. Combined seas, 9 to 11 feet through tonight, but seas are going to get bigger, uh, 14, up to 14 feet with breaking waves during those max ebb current times. One is happening around 4 a.m. this morning and another one around 4.15 this afternoon. So it's in the forecast to warn you to stay away from the Columbia River Bar during that time when the, the conditions there can become very dangerous and unpredictable. Uh, overall, in our marine weather forecast, um, we have a small craft advisory for hazardous seas through uh, tomorrow afternoon, a small craft advisory for winds in effect through this evening, and a storm watch in effect from Wednesday afternoon through late Wednesday night where we'll have those higher winds kicking in. And overall, in the marine weather forecast, south winds 15 to 20 knots today, rising to 20 to 25 Isolated gusts to 35, wind waves from the south, 5 feet at 6 seconds, and west swells, 12 feet high at 13 seconds apart. They'll subside a bit to 10 feet later on in the day. Rain in the forecast, slight chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. Well, if you're a regular listener to the Ship Report, you might remember that I was talking with you the other day about the physics of ships and the idea that mass times velocity equals something called momentum. Now, momentum can be described kind of loosely to us laymen and women as the tendency of something to keep moving when it's already in motion. We see this in all physical objects that move. Obvious examples of momentum are cars, bicycles, and, say, pencils rolling off a desk onto the floor. Momentum is one reason brakes were invented. You need some way to stop that tendency to keep moving no matter what. This equation mass times velocity equals momentum, if you look at it and think about it, it means that the more speed and weight something has, the more momentum it will have. So as I've mentioned previously, when you have something like a huge ship where the weight is just off the charts in terms of normal stuff, even if something like that is going slowly, once it's going, it's going, and it's hard to stop. This fact has an effect on how people handle ships and even the way they plan voyages. For instance, at the beginning of the voyage of a ship leaving an upriver port on the Columbia, headed downriver with a full cargo, the vessel's master and the pilot on board are very aware of this additional fact, that once that ship is in motion, especially on an ebbing tide, the vessel is pretty much committed to going all the way to the ocean. And stopping is not an option that anyone wants. Here are some of the reasons why. Ships are hard to stop anyway because they don't have brakes. A heavy ship is even harder to stop and harder to control. When you see the ships that do come into the river and stop, you see that often in the anchorage. Those ships are going against the prevailing current in the river, so they have that force against them, helping them to slow down and stop. But a ship that is underway, heading downriver on an ebb tide, has the natural current of the river and the falling tide pushing it towards the sea. Trying to stop this is like trying to stop someone on a slide or a ski jump. Once you go, you're gone. So ships that are heading down river and uh, end up trying to stop because they are in some kind of emergency situation like engine failure or some other problem are in a really tough situation. They can throw out anchors and do other emergency things to try and control the ship, but it's a dangerous situation that could cause the ship to skew sideways in the channel and run aground. So next time you see a ship heading downriver, be aware that it's on a journey that was deliberately chosen knowing there would be no turning back once they started. Compared to how we operate on land, this is a very different way of looking at things. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. Thanks for listening. You can find a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. Have a great day. <laughs>